0: I'm going to be honest, it's hard to preach. The Lord is so good. Our mission here at Convergence is encountering Jesus. How many of you, the last two weeks, you've felt something shift here? Like you've been here on a Sunday and you feel something different when you're here. Yeah, look around the room. I want you to see that you're not alone. I told our staff on Tuesday, I was, I was telling them I had this burning series in my heart. I was like, yes, I'm so excited to preach it. It was burning in my heart. And then the last two weeks happened, and the Lord was like, that's not what I want. It's not what I have. It's like, man, you know, all that prep, you're ready, you know. And then the Lord's like, I'm doing something new. I'm doing something different. And what I told our staff on Tuesday is the greatest thing as a leader, my greatest responsibility is to stay in the Lord, the lane where the Lord is. Because if we get out of the lane, man, it can be solid teaching. We can have a solid service, but it's not him. It's what Wesley preached, right? We can be in his presence and still miss him. And so just to, just to kind of continue in the vein, I actually, let's see, is Levi here? Levi, would you come share your testimony real quick? Can I have a mic? I'm going to borrow that. So Levi, was he shared a testimony with me that I want him to share real quick. And then we're going to dive in.
1: God is good. I wrote it down because... I don't want to forget any details but uh yeah god has he's really changed my life the past few weeks and uh worship was amazing obviously two weeks ago wesley's word was fantastic yeah and uh so at the beginning of 2022 i was claiming that 2022 was my year and that I would take back my life in every facet, claiming mm. what is mine.
0: Come on, come on. Some of you, while while this is doing, you just need to stretch your hands out, because he's I about st- to release something. Come on, keep going.
1: I started a fast several days before that Sunday Wesley preached, and uh, to focus on God more because I felt God was moving, and I didn't want to miss what He's doing that Sunday was the first time getting drunk in the Holy Spirit for me um, I've desired that for a long time but it had to be real for me I, I wasn't willing to be pushed back by a, a pastor you know and and uh, do it that way so God knew what I needed and and he really he showed up so I've been dealing with some major struggles for the better part of six years, dealing with depression, having anxiety, been going through an identity crisis, falling into lust, drinking and smoking weed. Woo, Jesus. (sighs) Frustration and anger would often be my first response. Marriage was not a high enough priority. Didn't feel like I was being the best dad for my baby girls. I was playing the victim, not taking accountability. This ult- ultimately led me to isolation. Um, all in the mix of that, my dad passed away a couple years ago. One of my best friends committed suicide. And I didn't know how to handle any of that because uh, of what I was going through. And uh, so yeah, I've just been kind of living, living for myself and kind of getting nowhere quick. Um, so, going back to two weeks ago, when I laid up here on this altar, um, all it took was saying yes to him. And, and when I postured my heart to God and surrendered to trusting him with my life, all of that left. Jesus. Jesus. All the shame, Come all the on. guilt, Come the on. condemnation, the anger, Come on. lustful thoughts, depression, it was all gone. Jesus. <laughs> hey! Wow. So now I have massive amounts of hope and love in my heart. Um, where I once could not see past the darkness oh, and felt preaching. I and. A never-ending pit, Jesus made that into a deep well of living water. He's redeemed me and purified my mind and heart. Come on,
0: yeah, come on, come on. Praise Jesus. Wow, oh, you're so good.
2: Jesus.
3: I just feel like, I don't know what Andrew's going to say, but I want to, this altar is open. I just feel like some of you, even while Andrew's preaching, need to go ahead and come up and just lay on the altar. Sit, kneel, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, can you, can can we pray for Levi? Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this man of God. And right now, God, we thank you for his heart, God. And Lord, I just thank you for what you've done. And we just say that this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning for what you have, Lord. This is just the beginning, Lord. And as he released that testimony, Lord, I thank you that there are people that just got delivered. There are people that just got delivered because of your story, because of your testimony. And the Lord says this is not the last time that you're going to share that. You're going to release it and people are going to step into freedom. So God, we just thank you, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you right now for his heart, God, that's burning. It's burning for you, Lord. It's burning for you, Jesus. And so we thank you for this leader. The Lord says you're a leader. He's calling you up higher right now. There's a step, there's a place of leadership and authority that you're occupying right now that you've never occupied. And it's because it's like Esther. It's for such a time as this. It's for such a time as this. It's for such a time as this. It's, it's Esther's cry of Mordecai saying, if you, will be, if you be silent, deliverance will come from another place. And the Lord says, it's time to not be silent, Levi. The Lord's put a sword in your mouth. And he says, it's time to light, to just let that out, to let the fire come out. So Jesus, we just thank you.
4: Yes, Father. Yes, Lord. Fire, fire, Jesus. fire of the Holy Spirit, Come. Fire of the Holy Spirit, come! Wow. Set this man aflame! Jesus. Yeah, just stretch your hands this way if you're not already. Oh, what He's doing for one, He'll do for all. Come on! Fire of God, fall right now! Thank you, Jesus. I think you think for burning away the things that don't matter. Oh, that, so that Your Spirit can flow freely through Him, Lord Jesus. Yeah, we Jesus. just, we declare those deep wells become Jesus. deeper. Ooh, oh, oh, wow. oh Jesus. Jesus.
5: Yeah, Levi, I just saw these roads Jesus. coming together, all these different roads, these different paths that Come you've on, traveled. Man. And I saw them converge. Jesus. And I saw it become a highway. And I Jesus. saw your feet step up onto the highway. And you began to run. And where it's felt like even sometimes it was hard to take a step, Jesus. now Jesus. there's an open highway to run. We just say, "Run, Levi. Yeah. Run, yeah. Levi.
2: Run, man. Come run, on, run, run and Levi. not grow weary. Come on."
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Whoa. Yeah.
2: Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord.
0: Jesus. Come on. We don't have to wait for ministry time. Who, yeah, on, who this morning? As you were listening to Levi, you were like, I need that. I want you to stand up. Don't be shy. This is not an opportunity just to shrink back. If you say, I need that this morning, stand up. All right. I want you to stretch your hands out. Just, Just put your hands out. Holy Spirit, we thank you right now that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Jesus so right now in the name of Jesus I'm asking that every person that's standing lord they're standing because they're putting their faith in you in this moment they're saying and they're crying out saying lord I, I this is I need this so right now we just ask you that you would fill places in the name of Jesus lord holy spirit would you come with your fire would you deliver would you deliver lord Any addictions, any places that need to be completely wiped clean right now, Lord. We just thank you right now that the blood of Jesus is enough. The blood of Jesus is enough. And so, Lord, we just say yes. Yes to what you're wanting to do, God. Jesus. Come on, let's press in a little longer. Just pray. Just pray. Just begin to pray. Jesus. Oh, Lord, we enter into what you're doing and what you're saying this morning. Would you mark us, Lord? (sighs) Would you fill us, Lord? (sighs) Yeah, for some of you, I feel like the Lord's cleaning house right now. He's cleaning house, and what he's saying is this. There's only room for one in your house, and it's me. There's only room for one. David's prayer in Psalm 26 is, oh, Lord, I love the habitation of your house. That habitation is in you through the Holy Spirit. So right now we say, Holy Spirit, would you be the only one? Jesus, would you be the only one? You're the only one. You're the only one. Anything else has to go. Anything else has to go. Spirit of suicide leaves. Spirit of lust leaves. Spirit of lack leaves. Spirit of depression goes in Jesus' name.
2: Jesus. Oh, Lord. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus.
0: Yeah. Jesus, let's just press in a little longer. Again, we have no agenda this morning. We don't know what we're doing. We're just pressing mm. into to the Lord.
6: So when Andrew was saying that right before he said that, I I saw this vision and it was almost like Jesus was in these streets, these metropolitan streets that were filled with all these glittery things, gold, jewels, silver, and Jesus. he was brushing them away. Jesus. Just like a street cleaner brushes the Woo! dirtiness of the street away. And he was saying, all you need is Come me. On.
0: All you need is and
6: me. And I truly believe that he is refocusing priorities right now. He is refocusing our hearts to be one with him Jesus. so that he is the only thing Jesus. that glitters in our lives.
2: Come on. Wow. Jesus.
0: Would you refocus us, Lord? Lord. Would you reposition us where, where, where we need repositioning? Would you center us back on you, Lord? Would you center us back on you, Jesus? long for you our hearts cry out for you our every part of our being burns for you Jesus lord would you come like an all consuming fire Jesus god would you destroy our nice neat services <laughs> would you destroy our nice, neat, quiet times? Yes, Lord. Would you destroy the box that we've put you in? Yes, Lord. And would you allow us to see you for who you really are in all of your majesty, in all of your glory? That, that prayer that David prayed would be our prayer, that we are the habitation of the Lord, the place where his glory dwells.
2: I'm hmm. on you. Don't
7: be afraid anything. I'm with you Who can be against you? Come on.
0: Jesus. Come out. Come out. Say the Lord. Wow. Jesus, Amen. Yeah, we say yes to that. Come on. Wow. 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 (laughs) Some of you are like, what is going on today? I just, can I, can I give a pastoral thing real quick? I feel this urge to urge us right now in this season. There's, there's a real, like, There's something that happens when we gather. And I feel it's so crucial right now that we are here. Obviously, we, he abides in us, so wherever we go, he goes. But scripture is very clear where two or three are gathered. What happened in Acts 2? What, what did it say? When they were gathered together. 2 Corinthians, what does it say? It says, and we all with unveiled faces. It doesn't say just one person. It doesn't say just you by yourself with an unveiled face. It says all of us together, the body. And there's something that's happening right now at Convergence Church at 5745 James Avenue where there's unity around the presence of the Lord. And when we gather, there's something that's happening Right now that I can't explain, I don't want to put words around it, all I know is it's his presence that's captivating us. And I'm just telling you, this is a moment right now that I feel pastorally to urge us not to just miss this. Don't just pass this moment by. Be here and allow the Lord to move in your heart. Some of you, the Lord's taking you out of isolation and he's bringing you into community. He's bringing you into family. Some of you, the Lord is bringing you out of isolation and into community and into family.
2: Jesus. Jesus. Here. When you're talking
8: about community... Um, a couple weeks ago, I had, I injured my back and I went into the hospital and also they said I had COVID. So I went, it was, I was in a lot of pain. But I just have to brag on this church and our, my micro church because before I, I went to the hospital, I was in severe pain and I just messaged them and said I just need prayer. These. You all, this whole church and the micro church, just gathered around and loved on me and prayed for me. And I'm just overwhelmed by the community and God's outpouring of love. And mm. this is such an authentic church. And if people don't have a church body yet, I want to invite anybody that's watching, if you don't have a church community, this is an awesome body. This is Jesus with skin on These people love like Jesus loves, and I just just love you all, and I just thank God for bringing me to this church.
0: Jesus, would you do more, God? Yes, come on, more, more, Lord. Pour out more, God, where there needs to be complete healing. We just say complete healing in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Yes, yes. Wow.
2: Jesus. Wow, that's so good. Jesus. Man. Ooh, ha, ha, ha. Jesus.
0: Wow. None of this is on my notes this morning. Jesus. This morning, what I was feeling, you got something? You know? I'm sorry. Let's do. Come on, this is good. So I don't do this. Stay, Um. stay in the river, man. Stay in the river. (laughs) Come on.
9: So um, I've been. uh, God's been really peeling back the layers on me, and ever since uh, Wesley's sermon, and in order to do my job as a police officer. I've had to put up walls, and the things that I've seen and gone through, I've internalized it, and not asked for God for help, but kind of done it on my own way.
0: (laughs) Jesus. Come on. Justin.
9: (laughs) So God's been breaking down those walls.
0: (laughs) Come on. Hey, Jesus.
9: And I just want to thank this church.
4: (laughs) Yeah, God, I thank you that you're faithful to heal, that you're faithful to restore. You're faithful to restore every part of our hearts this morning. Come on, just stretch your hands this way. Lift your hands if you've got a broken heart this morning. Lord, I thank you that you're faithful to restore hearts. Oh, Jesus. Shush. Jesus. I just felt his fire. Jesus. I just I see his fire coming. And where there was a broken part of your heart, he's mending it Jesus. with fire. The fire is coming hey. and it's, it's almost welding your heart back together. But he's doing it delicately because wow. he's a good father. He's a good father over your life, Sean. Come so I thank you for restoring hearts this morning, Jesus.
1: Sean, as I saw you being prayed for over there, I, I heard the Lord say, I'm going to put upon you the oh, rule of grace Jesus. rather than the rule of law, and he's going to make his grace abound to you in a new way, wow. uh, to, uh, to apply grace in such a way that it not only f- fulfills righteousness, but it's going to bring about Jesus. A, a, a desire of people to say, what is in him, what is Jesus. in him? So, Lord, we pray... The rule of grace, the rule of yes. grace, make more grace yes. abound, that he may be sufficient in all things. Sufficient in all things. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
5: Yeah, I just feel like um, I just prayed for Sean, and I when I prayed for him, I saw comfort coming into places. Jesus. And I feel like what, when Sean got up and started to speak, he released that comfort. Wow. And I feel like there's people right wow. now that yeah. God is doing that. Yeah. He's coming into places because what I saw when I prayed for Sean was God wants to come in and comfort some places yeah. that it's like you haven't known what to do. Or maybe you thought there was something wrong with you or something wrong that needed to be fixed. And God's saying, no, actually, I just want to comfort Jesus. it. I just want to come in. I am the comforter. And I said I would comfort, and I want to come into those places and just bring comfort, Jesus. and that comfort brings a healing that only Jesus can do.
9: Wow! Yeah, and Sean, we just bless what you carry. There's, there's a pastoral grace on you. Yeah. And there's going to be a new ability to connect what's in your heart with what you feel you have to do. And we just we bless that over you wow. this morning in the name of Jesus. That there are going to be new ways, new ways around. Come on. There's new keys. I see the Lord placing keys, keys in your hand right now. And there's, there's, a, new, there's a new authority, Jesus. but it's, it's an authority to bless. It's an authority to lift mm. up, not to control. And we bless the keys of the kingdom that you carry and i and i just see the lord taking what you've been through and even the traumatic things and he's beginning Jesus. it's going to make much more sense in this season wow. because you've this morning the choices you made you stepped up to a higher place in heaven Jesus. you didn't just step to the front of a church building wow. you stepped personally Jesus. into a new place of authority in heaven and God's going to show you how to release it on earth. And there's not just going to be a frustration inside of you, but you're going to know how to release the grace wow. that's in you wow. in the situations Woo! that you encounter Jesus. where you have known that there is more. Jesus. You will see the more released on the earth. Jesus, And we bless you in that, Jesus. that today is a shift, that this is a day you will look back. This is a day marked in eternity over Jesus. your life. And we thank you for it. And we stand with you and we say yes in Jesus' name.
0: Wow. Come on. Somebody praise the Lord. Wow. Jesus.
2: Wow. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus,
0: Jesus, come on, just say the name of Jesus, Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, Jesus, thank you that this is what church looks like, woo, come on, oh Lord, thank you that this is what church looks like, God, (laughs) oh, wow. He's burning for his bride. Jesus. Yes, you can stay up here.
2: Jesus.
0: Wow. Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Thanks for completely knocking me off this morning. Jesus. I don't even know where to go on my notes this morning. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, would you compel us with your love? 2 Corinthians 5 says Christ's love compels us. My translation, New American Standard, actually uses the word control, which is a really heavy word, right? But think about it. You need to be controlled by his love. Everything that we do must be compelled by Christ's love. I'm going to talk for just a few minutes. I'm not going to use any notes because I feel like the Lord said not to use notes. Before the beginning of time, God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit were present. Yes? Ephesians 1, you can look it up, Ephesians 1, before the foundation of the world, he was. Think about this, he hadn't spoke light into existence yet, the world, the heavens and the earth weren't made yet, nothing was fashioned yet, and yet you have God, you have the Holy Spirit, and you have Jesus over here, and they're together together. They're individual persons, but they're the trinity. That's the three in one. Before anything happened, and do you know what they're doing? They're thinking, and they're praying, and they're like, all right, what is this supposed to look like? What if we put trees over there? What if we had a sky? And then what if we created man? flesh in our own image. And then even though they would, even though they would fall, we have a plan of redemption. And that plan of redemption, and, and then you can see Jesus is over here with God and the Holy Spirit and all this is happening and God's like, all right, I'm gonna orchestrate this. And then Jesus is like, okay, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna volunteer to die on the cross. Oh do you know that this happened before anything was made? Then the Holy Spirit's like, okay, okay, I'm going to apply everything that you're doing. I'm going to hover over the waters. I'm going to be in them so that they could dwell with me. And all of this happened. And do you know why? What's the motivation? Love. 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 He's motivated by love. His plan of redemption from the whole time was love. It didn't matter if we would sin, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's Romans 3.23. That's me, that's you, that's all of us, right? Grace. What is grace? The empowering presence of God and his unmerited favor. Why? Because we didn't deserve it. It's unmerited, but he gave freely. Why? Love. What's the motivation for everything? Love. Why did he die on a cross? Love. Why does he want, oh, why does he want you in heaven with him? Love. He loves you. He loves you so much that he doesn't just want to love you here on this earth. He wants you with him. In heaven. That's love. What does love look like? Right? That a man would lay down his life for his friend. Jesus laid down his life for love. It's the most talked about verse in the Bible. I memorized it when I was like six years old. We, I feel like now I pass it by so often. John three sixteen. What does it say? For God so what? Loved and so many times i'm like oh i got the t-shirt for that verse come on it's on bumper stickers it's the first verse most of us memorize and yet we're here i'm 32 years old i can almost tell you that i have not looked at that verse very often because i'm like come on everybody knows john 3:16 but do you really know john 3:16 do you really what do i mean I mean, does the motivation of everything that you do come out of that place that says, for God so loved? For God so loved. What does that do? It strips away all all of the law, all of duty. And it says, I love you so much, you don't have to try. You don't have to try to love me. You don't have to try to do this. You just need to be motivated, fueled by my love for you. For God so loved. I don't know who needs to hear this this morning, but I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> For God's so loved. He loves you. Do you have your Bible, turn to 1 John 4. Come on, Josh already knows where we're going. 1 John 4. Verse 9, by this the love of God was manifested in us, that God sent his only begotten son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we, not that I loved God, but that he loved me, that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Come on, skip over to verse 16. We have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. God is love, and the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this, verse 17, love is perfected with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment because as he is, so also are we in this world. Verse 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment, and the one who fears is not perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. You know what I love about this? It's very God-focused and very not-us-focused. I love Luke 10. Don't you love the, the book of Luke? Luke 10, Jesus is talking to a lawyer. This lawyer knows the law inside and out. And the lawyer asks, of course, he asks Jesus a question. And Jesus' answer is this. He says, what is the greatest commandment? All of us could be able to quote this, right? What does he say? He quotes Deuteronomy 6. He says, you shall love the Lord your God by your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like this. You should love your neighbor as yourself. And then I love what Jesus says. He says, do all this and you will live forever. But do you know what Jesus is really saying? He's quoting law to a lawyer. But what he's actually doing is he's telling the lawyer something that's actually unattainable. It's unattainable for you on your own to love God. It's unattainable for you on your own to love yourself. It's unattainable for me on my own to love my neighbor. I have to have God's love. If I don't have God's grace and I don't have God's love pouring within me, I don't even know how to love him. Oh, but I try. Oh, I try so hard. And I feel like as pastors and leaders, sometimes I've gotten up here and I've preached, you just need to love God more. You need to love him more. And you're like, how? How? And the answer is you can't. You need him. The motivation for everything that you do has to be fueled by God's love for you. Because if you don't have his love, if you don't understand his love, then you'll just try to love him by doing more. You'll do more quiet times, which is great. We need to be spending time with him. But if your motivation for your quiet time is so that you will figure out a way to love him more, then you're missing it. It's his love. It's his love that we need. Christ's love compels us. His love is what we need. And what I felt this morning was that the Lord just wants to pour out first love. It's the revelation to love that John is talking about when he says to the church of Ephesus that you left your first love. I've always read that verse, and do you know what I've always thought? I was like, well, they, they just, they, they left their first love, meaning that they loved other things more. But do you know what I think it really means? I think that first is an allusion to 1 John 4. I think what it's saying is, is it's taking it out of their hands and saying, actually, and actually, if you look at that verse, it says that they toiled. You're so good at toiling And you're so good at your deeds. That word toil is work, right? You're so good at working, but I have this against you. You've lost the motivation for what you're doing. It's me, and it's my love. And I just felt this morning that the Lord wanted to consume us in his love. I felt this morning that there were marriages in the room, that your love for each other is you've actually taken God out of the equation. And you're trying to do marriage with loving each other, but you've actually lost the love of God. And you need the love of God for your marriage because you can't love your spouse unless you understand the love that God has for you. I don't know in my own understanding how to love at the capacity that I need to love without him. Some of you this morning, you need to go back to what I just talked about, about God creating. Because listen, God, everything that he created, he said was good. He didn't say things were, this wasn't good and that was okay. He said, everything is good that I made. That means you were made in the image of God. That means he loves you so much that it doesn't matter what is going on in your life. It doesn't matter what you've done. His love compels you. His love is all that you need this morning. Some of you, you need his love. You've been like, how do I get free from from this? How do I keep moving on in life? And the answer is that you need to be motivated by God's love for you. You need to be fueled by his zeal. Do you know how passionate he is for your life? Do you know? So let's just stand up this morning. If I could have keys. I want to open the front. This was not at all the way that this message was going to come out. But I just, I want us to sit for a minute and I want us to just just stand in this moment and just say, Jesus, we ask you that you would fill us with your love to a greater level, Lord. For God so loved you that he even decided before the beginning of time. That verse in Ephesians, if you look lower, it says, In love, he predestined you to adoption through his son. Oh, come on, it's in love. Before the beginning of time, Jesus said, I love that person so much. I don't, it doesn't matter what they do, it doesn't matter. I love them because I love them, because I love them, because I love them, because I love them. So Jesus, would you compel us with your love this morning? Come on, just just begin to pray. Just begin to say, Jesus, show me. Show me your love, Jesus. Jesus, we love you. But we don't love you from a place of duty. We love you because we're so lavished by your love for us. That you would go such great leaps to love us. That you love us no matter where, where we're at. That you leave the 99 for the one. Why? Because of love. that no matter what the son did when he runs back to his father the prodigal son isn't lost anymore he's found because of love because the father's eyes are so full of love for you that's the reason why he doesn't want you to be living in the place if, if you're struggling with addiction or if you're struggling with, with something to, this morning it's not hey I just want like his love compels you to freedom we receive a baptism of your love. Oh, Jesus, would you just baptize us with your love? Would you consume us with your love? God, your love, we will never know the depths, the height, the width of the love of Jesus He first loved us. You first loved us. So Lord, this morning, God, we step into the reality of your love. And God, where we need to take a step back and we need to say, I'm going to stop striving. And I'm just going to step into who I am through your love. Through your love, Lord. Jesus, your love, oh Lord. Lord. Your love, oh Lord. Your love is gracious. Your love is kind. Your love doesn't seek its own. Jesus, we love you. We love you. We love you, Jesus. We thank you that you're, we love you because you love us so Jesus.
2: Jesus.
3: I um I just feel like there's some of us that there's an invitation for you to come up here. I feel like some of us need to come up here and actually leave our, our self-effort on the altar. And put ourselves in a receiving, just to receive. I feel like God just says, let me love you. And I, and I just feel an invitation is to come up here and leave all striving, leave all self-effort, leave all trying to work harder at it on the altar and put yourself just in a position to just receive and let him love you.
2: Yes, yes. Jesus. Yeah,
0: come on. This, this whole front section is open. he's more passionate about you than you ever have to be you don't have to conjure up passion he's so zealous for your heart this morning his passion burns for you his all consuming fire, his love like fire
2: See you
8: just sense that the Lord wants to impart to all of us his father's heart he's wooing us and some people have had blocks to being able to receive the wonderful, powerful peaceful, safe love of father God so I just pray, Holy Spirit release that over each of us and those that that know there's there's something holding them back from just yielding it all to you that they would be overwhelmed with the sweet powerful love of, of father god thank you jesus
9: Love casts out all fear. Lord, we just thank you that right now your love is powerful. Jesus. And I just felt I needed to declare that as we're receiving the love of God, that things are literally being cast out. And I and, and I felt just to encourage those of us all over the room that not only is something coming into you, but something is leaving you. And I want to encourage you to let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Let it go right now, right now, right now, right now. In Jesus' name, perfect love is casting out fear. It's casting out other things. It's casting out depression. Don't focus on it, but let it go. Let it go, 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 let it go. Some of you are going to feel something lift off of you. Some of you are going to have a sense like you just all of a sudden need to cough. Just let it go, let it go. Perfect love is casting out. It's casting out fear. It's casting out depression. Right now, in Jesus' name, there is freedom in this place. We do not leave here the way we came in. You are being delivered right now. Right now, perfect love, a loving deliverer, Father, is here setting you free. He's holding you. Some of you, He's squeezing you right now so tight that you cannot hold on to what was inside of you. The love of Father God is squeezing your chest literally with His love right now. And He's releasing you. He's releasing you. He's releasing you. you. There's places of grief right now that are being released to him. Places of pain that are being released to him. Perfect love is coming in and something is going out. Father, thank you. Thank you. Free, 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 free. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord.
0: Jesus, we thank you that you're wiping away performance. You're wiping away performance. You're wiping that away, God. We don't have to perform for you. We don't have to perform. We don't have to perform. We laid performance on the altar this morning. Oh, Lord, would you take away that thing that says, I just need to try to be a good Christian? Oh, God, that's exhausting. So we just take that religion and we just lay it at your feet this morning. And we invite your love to come rushing in that says, I don't care at all about that. I just care about your heart. I just want your heart. Jesus. You just want our heart, Jesus. Some of you, it's an identity thing this morning. You've actually you, you've actually said things out loud where you've said, I don't like this about me. I, I, I don't know if people will love me because of this. And the Lord is saying, I want to get rid of that this morning. I love you just the way you are. I created you in my image, therefore you are good. I called what I created good. And there's some of you, the Lord is speaking identity directly into your heart this morning. And he's saying, I love you. I love everything I may about you. I fashioned you in your mother's womb. I know all the hairs that are on your head. Oh, because I love you. I love you just the way you are. Don't worry about what others say. Don't worry about what others think. Care about what I think care about what's on my heart and what is on my heart is that I love you I love you just the way that you are I created you in my image and I don't make mistakes I love you I love you just let his identity fill you I love you I love you, daughter. I love you, son. I love you.
2: I love you. I love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Wow.
0: Just receive, just receive his love.
7: I was reading in Psalms 23, and uh, he says that he prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. And it didn't say that he prepared or he's going to prepare. He's preparing it right now. And he's saying your enemy sometimes screams in your ear. He mocks you. He taunts you. He tells you it can't be done. You can't do it. But in that moment, in the presence of your enemies, he has a table prepared for you. And on this table is everything that you need. And he wants to feast with you. And he wants to minister to you. He wants to minister in the deepest places of your heart. He wants to look you. You in the eyes and tell you of his love and he is preparing this Jesus. table this table is graciously Jesus. specifically prepared just for you because he knows you so well he knows you so intimately he knows you so personally and he's calling you to come to the table come I want to table. you to feast with me I want you to be with me I have everything 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 that you need I've, I'm fixing it for you right now specifically for you come
2: yeah
0: come and dine come and dine come and dine with me come and dine with me I also I, I felt too that there's this stripping away too of like this feeling that I feel in the room right now where there's this feeling of like it's hard to enter into the presence of God It's hard for me to hear his voice. It's hard for me. And I I just felt him with his arms of love saying, child, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't don't strive. Just let me love you. My love for you is so strong. Listen, here I am. of love it's easy it's easy to spot the enemy's plans when you're in his arms of love because everything that he says contradicts what God says about you and right now there's things that you believed that's not him and God's coming in with his love and he's burning that up and saying hey all those things that the enemy said are not true All those accusations that he made over your life are not true. Because this is my identity. Would you live from my identity? Would you live from that place of love?
6: I just wanted to share that um, last week I had an encounter with the Heavenly Father, and I've been a Christian since I was nine, and I had a hard time with seeing the Lord other than on the throne, and I wanted to have like a living room experience with my Heavenly Father, and I was trying to see what would, you know, heaven's living room look like, and I couldn't picture that. And the Lord took me to a place where I like to be, which is outside. And I just have this overwhelming feeling that the Lord wants to ride a motorcycle with someone in this room or online. That that's where you encounter relaxation and peace. I feel like the Lord's wanting to break the box of his fatherhood. You know, I always I believe in God, the Father Almighty the throne room you know the the royal but i couldn't picture him just being with me and so i just ask you lord to break the box of what it is to be father son and daughter and that whatever it is that we like to do god put that in us because he likes to do that with you and so just relax and whenever you get that place just say Heavenly Father, will you ride this motorcycle with me? Will you help me hear your heart for me? I know you're listening to me. You know, gardening is another thing, scuba diving, rock climbing, hiking, you know, drawing. Anything it is that brings you peace and joy, that's where the Heavenly Father is with you.
2: Hallelujah. so good.
0: I I want us to just stay in this place. Free to go get your kids and bring them back into the service if you want. I want to invite our ministry teams to come to the front. Um, And I just want to encourage you, if if you want prayer, if you want, if you're like, I I need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, come to the front. Get prayer. And let's just stay in this place. You're free to stay here. We're just going to sit in his love. We're going to sit in his love this morning.